Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Is you with it? Posse trying to eat. Is you with it? Making ends meet. Is you with it? Told him talk is cheap. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. What's good, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. Episode 81 of. Uncle Hotep's podcast. Yes, I'm back. Yes, I'm back. Three weeks, man. What the fuck? <laughs> man, this baby shit is fucking a, a mess, man. <laughs> I forgot how <laughs> this is a little demanding. I forgot. Now, you know, um, I think we're getting in a groove. You know, she's still not sleeping through the night. You know what I mean? Um, but it is what it is. Um, thanks to the girlfriend, she stays up most of the night uh, with her. I, I, I spot her here and there. You know what I mean? I would do it every other night, but I mean, she I guess she wants to do it to, until she can't. So um, it's cool. It works, I guess. Um, listen. Starbucks. <laughs> Let me start off with Starbucks, man, because... This is the bullshit I'm talking about, man, with the African-American, the Akata, the shine. <laughs> this is the bullshit I'm talking about with that, with the shine. Um, this, this, now, now, they're, now we got niggas in Starbucks, man. <laughs> we don't got niggas in Paris anymore. We got niggas in Starbucks, man. These cats is running in the fucking Starbucks with bullhorns and shit like that. They need the manager fired and all this, all this type of shit, man. I think Tariq Nasheed found out who the uh, the manager was. Somebody sent him the um, sent him her, her her business card, and he found the picture. <laughs> they go on her ass. They gave her a couple of days uh, hiding. I guess there's some stuff you gotta be quick. They, you know what? Somebody should sell an app. The same thing the feds use. Whatever the feds use. I guess the feds just call up the people with their contacts, but. You need an app to be able to destroy all your social media at, at the drop of a dime. <laughs> like, put all your things in there, and it'll just, it'll just go and zap everything and destroy it. That must be what they do when they fucking delete the shit. They just call, I guess. Um, but they found her. Uh, I don't know what's going on. They're going to fire the lady or not. Um, if you don't know the story, two African-American men went in there to wait for another uh, white man. I guess he was going to take them to show up on property. And these two cats were going to buy or were looking at the buying it. Um, so they end up trying to go. They go in Starbucks. They didn't buy nothing. This is that's the key. This is first thing. First things first. They didn't buy shit. And that's what I understand. Like you're supposed to buy something. Like when you go to a store and you just wait. You wait for somebody, man. You're supposed to buy something. You know, you go to the diner. Like when Denzel fucking met fucking Hoyt. In the fucking diner. He already had a cup of coffee. He was drinking a cup of coffee waiting. That's all you're supposed to do. I never heard these two, two fucking. 
That's a lack of manners, lack of respect. That's all. That's what it is. You know, uh, Starbucks had the right to um, fucking kick him out. You can go there, ask and use the bathroom. You ain't buy nothing, and that's their policy. You know, and then they kick you out, and then you go say everybody said they kicked them out because they're black, and then people do it to Starbucks all the time. I don't know, man. I get Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I don't drink, drink coffee no more. But when I was drinking coffee, I'd go Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not going to no fucking Starbucks, man. Now I know it's just a meeting place or whatever, but that's not, uh, who called the meeting. <laughs> I guess the white man called the meeting. <laughs> I just, just. Some people are saying this is a setup. I don't know. Maybe, you know, they have these events. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they do have racial false flags. You got to understand if they do racial, I mean, if they do false flags to like, you know, kill people or arrange deaths or something like that, you would have to expect to do false flags on a much, uh, on much smaller scale uh, events. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's it just only if they want to shape, continue to shape public opinion in the African-American shine, the culture, uh, the psyche of the culture. You know, in, in my opinion, they should have made them buy something. You should have bought something or get out. They asked them three times to get out. They refused. Now nah, we're going to sit here. This is what this is type time, what type time the shine is on. I don't know. It's like invasion. Instead of creating your own spaces, you invade other people's spaces, and then, you know, and uh, you invade other people's spaces, and then you you, you want to uh, be included. You know, um, I'm sure if there was an African American establishment, and they told you to get out, you would get your black asses the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. That, I mean, you have to think, like, what if 30, 40 people said they're going to Starbucks and they're not buying anything? They're just going to sit and take up all the space for people that are paying customers. Like, are you serious? Get a cup of water. Get a Danish. Get a fucking, they got those little cakes and shit like that. You know what I mean? Get a crimpet, a coffee cake. Come on, man. This is ridiculous. No cape. No cap, as the young folks say. I don't know. Trump just Trump struck, struck Syria. And the the Trump support crowd wasn't entirely too enamored with this event. Um I covered it if you if you follow me on YouTube, I covered it in a couple of videos. Um you know, now Russia Putin is asking, he's saying, Man, you you're gonna have some consequences for this fuckery. Um, you know, it seemed like they struck, well, allegedly chemical weapons facilities. They allegedly, they told Russia what they were going to do. So Russia clued in Syria, you know, like, what the fuck is this? Is this fucking just live fucking, um, is this this live fucking, um, what's, what's the called, uh, weapons demonstrations and shit like that. So. It's bombs over Damascus. Bombs over Damascus. Hey, the thing, your thing. Bombs over Damascus. It even goes, man. Oh my gosh, what the fuck? 
As you know, I, I stand on the team of Camp Masad the Assad. <laughs> Even though I don't know what's going on, man, to be honest with you. Like, it seems like they're propping him up, you know what I mean? They're at least, well, I guess there's two sides to it, you know. Russia has uh, decided to back him for uh, with some extent. You know, they're not backing him against um, Tel Aviv, but against uh, jihadists, yeah, they are. Um, some type of strange arrangement like that. Um, but, you know, um, those strikes, it didn't sit well with, with MAGA. You know, I was looking on the timeline, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, you have the dire hard Trumpers, um, which I am not a part of. <laughs> you know, it's not Trump or bust. It's the best person or bust. I thought that was Trump. And, uh, you know, and to an extent, I think he's doing uh, what I thought he would do, you know, um, except for this. Except for this, Syria, you know. Um, now, it looks like they're playing hardball with him. And this is where I go. I'll go slight off to the conspiracy theory. I, you know, I think I'm going to start speaking my mind on certain things um, a little bit more on my podcast. Um now, I think some of the stuff like, you know, when they set fire to his tower, remember they did set fire tower, that guy died in there, uh, Trump Tower, um, these, these you know, these books, these, uh, these news stories, you know, um, a lot of this, is, I think, is forced to pressure him into doing some stuff like that. I don't know. You know, is that oblivious? I hate to say he would be that oblivious to some of these things, but... Um, I think sometimes they use uh, some of these stories to pressure the president to do what they want to do their bidding. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think. Hold on a second. I mean, I think that's just how the world works. Political blackmail and shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, him, the United States, UK, France, they just jumped off a limb off the same premise of. Goddamn chemical weapons, like, like, give me a fucking break, man. If if Assad is winning the war, what what reason does he have to use chemical weapons? And if the the, the rebels are losing the war, they have every reason to, to use chemical weapons. They were like, oh, let's gas somebody and wait for the the, the strike, and then we do a counterattack. Or a, a sneak attack. And that's what happened. ISIS during the night of the strike did a, a, an attack. Like, what kind of bullshit is this? We're ISIS air support. Like, literally. <laughs> it's a shame, man. It's a shame. And you got none of the fake news are going to ask this question, like, for, for, for real evidence on... Um, real ev- evidence of chemical weapons, like United the the, the 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 press in the United States asked for more evidence of a PP tape than evidence of chemical weapons were we bombed um, another country. They were saying there was no civilian casualties. I don't know. I've been reading a couple because there's been other strikes. I think. Uh, our boys, the elves, have struck as as well. <laughs> like, there was a strike before this happened. And there was a strike, uh, like, I think yesterday. Um, 
Oh, no, the day after the strikes of uh, chemical. What, did, what day was the strike? I think it was Friday. So I think Saturday on the Sunday night, there was another strike. Um, this is messy, man. This is messy. You know, and the West is like, you know, their their, their proxy armies were, were, were soundly defeated. You know, and I think they were, they were defeated a little quicker than they anticipated. I'm sure they, they figured, well, it was probably a couple things. You know, of course, without Syria and Assad asking for help, you know, I think they were they were getting their asses kicked, man. <laughs> then I guess they signed a deal with Iran. Iran came in and they signed, then Russia came on for the air support you know you know everybody's using scratch your back you scratch yours you know russia is going to be able to use their new new bombs they i've even read they had fucking robots out that bitch man <laughs> you know because they got motorized robots uh both of these uh the main powers in a lot of countries maybe a couple countries do um, but they have motorized robots that have like actual weapons and shit like that on them not like the police robots and shit but they, get, they got like roving robots that fucking that you can control, just like drones you can control. And you know, I think that might be some country is gonna go all the way with that. Like uh, what? Oh, it was Guardians of the Galaxy two, right? Where they, the, you know, their fucking coon stole the goddamn gem, and then the ladies. Uh, planet was chasing them, but they had remote control pilots, and they were piloting from um, a remote center. You know, I think that might be the face of warfare for some. Uh, for some, you, you're removing the human toll, the human toll, and if you can just, and you can, if you can maneuver just like you're in the pilot, there's no use of fucking being in the fucking, um, being in the machine. You know what I mean? I I don't know. You know, the U.S. does that with their drones, you know what I mean? Uh, wait till they get, I don't know what's what's um, stopping from not having uh, pilots in the um, cockpit of these, like, F-15s and shit like that. F-111s and all that other junk. You know, what's, what's stopping them from doing that? I don't know, you know what I mean? I, I really don't know. Um... But we'll see, you know what I'm saying? We'll definitely see. But we'll see what Russia's response is going to be. I think Russia's response is going to be, you know, the measured. And they said that next time it happens, it's going to be constant. They're going to keep talking this, you're right? And I think that's the lull you to sleep. They're going to lull the West to sleep. They're going to call. We're going to do some Russia. going to do something. Then bow. There you go. Putin. Putin's off to the races. You know what I mean? It's, there's going to be a pushing point. Just like um, Obama, I mean, Trump is saying he's got a line in the sand and Obama had a line in the sand. He wouldn't cross it. They, I mean, they crossed it. He didn't do nothing. Um, here we go. And that's the key difference from Obama and uh, Trump. You know, but Obama has been bombing Syria. You know, he just did. He tried to do it in a discreet manner. You know, Trump is, is bombing Syria and doing it in a most brazen manner. There's two two sides of the co- same coin here. Um, but this is, I don't know, man. It's, this is, 
this this really set his base like wow man there's no difference you know i think a lot of people are realizing that you know we don't we don't run our foreign policy at all uh we we don't run it at all we do, we don't riyadh and in in and and tel aviv run our middle east policy you know and i guess that makes certain sense to an extent you know that your leading partners in the in the in the theater would dictate somewhat dictate your responses i mean your your responses you know um or your actions i I would say but uh i think there's there's a certain point is this is this good for us i I think that's what we should be asking i i don't know if we're asking ourselves that and i and i think the answer to that question is not it's not a a yes you know it'd be different if it's yes i'm not i'm not too sure you know what i mean so um I, I don't I don't I don't I don't freaking know man this is just like um this is insane you this is really insane this really is I'm sorry man um Sixers in the playoffs man as you know Uncle Hotep is a serious Sixer fan a Sixer fan since way back since Doc back, <laughs> you know, um, since Mo, Te- Mo Cheeks Duncan in the finals back. That might have been my, if I remember one basketball play, it's remembering Mo Cheeks Duncan at the end of the, the final series against the fucking Lakers, man, when the Sixers won the championship. Then that, that, that brother, now he's going to the Hall of Fame, salutes to uh, Mo Cheeks. Um, you know, in basketball, Hall of Fame is not just like on your talent alone or your career alone. It's like your your whole. Um, it like for most guys, it's career, but some it, they they use your college career, they use your pro career, they use what you do after basketball for basketball career. Um, that's what gets you in the Hall of Fame. Um, so Mo's going in the Hall. But Fred, see him fucking dunking that fucking pet that last. He was so elated that he dunked that shit, man. I I remember that fucking play the rest of my life, man. Um, I remember that. I, I I can't remember how old I was, man. What was it eighty three? I guess I was nine. Yeah, nine or ten, ten years old. I remember that play. I always it's like embedded embedded in my brain. But anyway, to the current Sixers, they they won the first game. They blew them out, one thirty to three, one hundred three, whatever. I don't know the fuck the score. I think that was the score. Um, they're still without Embiid. Embiid is not playing game two. Um, now, judging from the first result, they they can obviously win, beat anybody with uh, without with or without Embiid. This is which is kind of crazy. Um, we'll see what uh, I don't know what Spolster can do. Uh, he obviously he's not gonna play Whiteside. I think they took Whiteside out the game. If he's gonna play, uh, play a um, Ilasova. Brett Brown went to Ilasova in the in the second half of the game, and uh, it worked. You know they just blew him out. Like you know what I mean. Um, so we'll have to see what Miami does in, in counter. But I just don't think they will score enough. They'll be able to score enough with the Sixers team. Uh, they got too many shooters. Uh, ben Simmons is like an expert at getting, like I said before, man, he's top. He's top. As a rookie, he is a top five point guard. 
you can argue where he is. You know, if you want to accept that Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook are one, two, you know what I mean? Who's next? Chris Paul, you know what I mean? You might take Chris Paul. Um, who's after that? I, I, I have a hard time picking anybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kyrie Irving, you know, he's hurt. But still, you know what I mean? I, I, you can argue who you want to take, but, man, this guy's putting up numbers. And he's finding people. You don't just get, he's, what did he finish, fourth in assists or something like that? As a rookie. You know, people complain about his offensive game. That shit will come, man. You know, he's he, he's comfortable what he's doing right now. He wants to be a point guard. You know what I mean? And he'll find open. He's a great passer. I'll give him that. Man. You know, he's a great passer. You know, his ball handling has improved. Um, he's like, uh, you know, his high could be, his ceiling could be Magic Johnson. And I kind of see that, man. He's really, he really, really plays like that. You know what I mean? Um well, we'll see, man. It, it's the the hype, the Sixers train hype is going to heights we haven't seen in a long time. Now, um, Cleveland lost their first game. You know, I I I like Sixers, um, but I don't not sure. I'm not going to get my head of ourselves. Let's it's one series at a time. But if you look at it, they, there's no reason to say they can't get out the East. They have a shot. You know, uh, Toronto's standing in the way, and I think Toronto has improved as a team. Um, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of th- think them they might be exposed because the, who they're going to put DeRozan on DeRozan, and then that leaves Lowry. You know what I mean? And now Lowry is prone to brick if you if you put Covington on um, DeRozan, but I think Covington might not be able to stick to DeRozan. We'll see. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, it's one series at a time. They play again tonight. Um, I think they can hold hold home court. You know, um, after I seen them turn on the Jets, you know, it, it was like it was not even a game. You know what I mean? Kelly Olynyk went out of his mind first half. You know what I mean? Are they going to get another good Kelly Olynyk game? I don't know, man. You know that he might give you two games or decent games, but he's not giving you back to back great games. I I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch. You you see what. You know what defines great players in the NBA? Anybody can have all good nights. But when you come in and do that night after night after night, that's what def- that's what separates good. I mean, just players and great players. Good and great players. Good and, like, high upper tier players. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, I don't think anybody in the six. No, the Sixers kind of shot out of their mind. But. They only need a couple of them. They have so many shooters, they can just go another way. You know, um, the last game, you know, Redick, like Redick, Saric, Ilisova, and Bellinelli just went wild. You know what I mean? Now, say if two of them are having off games, well, then you you can go the other way. Then Simmons can step up and Covington can step up. We haven't had a Covington game. You know, Covington's going to give you, he might give you a game just like Olenek did where he shoots the, shoots the lights out, you know. Uh, and with Simmons, I think he'll find, he'll find, he's such a great point guard. You know, he's the quintessential what you want in the point guard. He's just 6'10", and he's got a different offensive game, you know. And I think they can get it done.
I think they they might be they'll, they'll just, I think they can win tonight. And they win tonight, it might be it might mess around and be a sweep. <laughs> I don't know. I sweep is tough. But, you know, I keep thinking Dwayne Wade's gonna have a night off the bench. I I don't know, but uh, we'll see. Sixers are playing great basketball. They're set, we won seventeen straight games. We'll see what happens though. Anyway, this is a little short, quick uh, uh, podcast. You know, I'm sorry I missed a couple weeks. And you know what I mean? I know y'all falling off listening to me. I can see the numbers. Uh, I, 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 But I accept that. That's my bad. I mean, life happens. You know what I mean? And, you know, I've had this baby coming. The baby's here. Little Jayla, she's healthy. Um, thank God for that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep plugging away, you know, when I find time. You know, it's it's a little different, <laughs> but now as you as everybody can expect, there's been parents, but uh, I do like doing doing these podcasts, so I'm gonna keep continuing doing them. Um, thank you. Um, follow me on Twitter, Handy Mayhem Uncle Hotep, and uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.